0: What's goody, what's goody, Anchor? It's 7 million. I'm back today with another episode for Soul Sunday. And for this Soul Sunday, I'm going to be going into a little story time when I actually felt the Spirit use me and the presence of God use me where I felt like I didn't have control over my own body. Like, He literally guided every single footstep. So, um... For you who may not know, I am a seer. Um, it's something that I don't talk about too much on this channel because if you know, you know, you don't, you don't, whatever. Um, but in this story time, shit got a little crazy, okay? And if you decide not to fucking believe me about anything that I'm saying, there are other people that can testament to this story. All that. So, guide, use me. To be able to save a missing little girl. Okay. He used me to be able to save her. Now, how this story time went, I was at work and um I was dealing with one of the managers, not like that, like he and I just ended up getting really cool, you know, so to be him, my mother and I, we'll be smoking weed, shooting shit after work. And it's like that whole day. I just kept hearing God say, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you for something. Be on point. I'm going to use you for something. But I'm young. I'm still really young. So I'm not. I'm thinking I'm just bugging the fuck out, to be honest. So after work, we in the car. We smoking some motherfucking dank, nigga. When I tell you I'm high on top of high on top of high, on top of high and we was we was on our way to the wing stop on Sepulveda and Van Owen but after work we was chilling for a minute you know smoking weed getting high you know so the munchies feeling right and all that so the guy that I was with the manager uh, we gonna call him Chris when I was with Chris I kept telling him I was a seer. Now, there had been some incidents where some things had happened that I actually said um, and all of that. But it's like he still wasn't trying to believe me until this fateful fucking day. So, put the weed out, all that, sit for a minute because we stuck, we chopping it up. He like, yo, that shit was crazy that you was telling me about. wop. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, how that happened to you? I'm like, to be honest with you, nigga, I don't even fucking know. Like, it, it went in stages in a way. Like, at 19, I was seeing in dreams. But it was taking like six, seven months before the shit I saw actually happened. It was taking a minute. So when I turned like 20, I was able to see without dreaming. Just like seeing stuff. But it was still taking a minute For it to happen Like damn near where I forgot about the shit Or where I told someone something And it happened but it would just take so long So By the time I got like 21, 22 23 like Shit that I was saying was happening quick Like quick it was scaring the shit Out of me you know Because I didn't didn't want that ability Like I, I was seeing shit That I wasn't supposed to be seeing As far as the lines of Um, people dealing with people they not supposed to, shit that they was trying to hide, you know, and it would just come out like fucking word vomit. And, um, it it was, it was crazy and it was scaring the shit out of me. And I told him, I didn't, his cousin had passed away. I never met his cousin, but I told him everything about his cousin down to his size His sign, what he looked like, his birthday, how he was when he was alive. And he like, how you know all this shit? I said, nigga, I don't know. So it was like, it was scaring him, but also intriguing him at the same time. It's like, but he was really one of them people. It was hard for him to believe. But on this fateful fucking day, we gonna get into it. So, we finally get into wing stop. I order my famous lemon pepper and teriyaki wings. This is when they still had teriyaki. I don't know why they discontinued that shit. I don't know why. That burns my fucking biscuits. Alright, moving on. We at the table. We got our food and stuff. I'm high as a motherfucking kite. I'm not gonna hold you. We all high. Probably don't even know our fucking names. Thank God they brought the order to the table. That shit's probably still would have been sitting. So this lady comes in, right? She comes in with this, uh, with this flyer saying missing little girl. She passed, she was passing them out in Wingstop, right? She hands me the paper. She didn't give one to everybody at the table at my table but she gave like all the other tables she gave all of them they separate one but when it got to our table she only gave me one and it's like I was holding the paper in my hand right and I'm looking at the paper and it has the picture of the little girl it has her birthday her height her weight um what city she's from Her mother contact number. All of that right. About. After the lady did that. She walked out of. um, She walked out of Wingstop. This is on the Wingstop. On Sepulveda and Van Owen, Where it's inside that plaza. Connected to the laundromat. And all that shit. This is where the shit is about to get a little fucking trippy. Just bear with me. So exactly. 35-40 seconds later. I jump up. I run out of fucking wingstop when I tell you darted darted out of fucking wingstop and I heard the spirit say to me she's in the laundromat I go inside the laundromat the lady can barely speak English okay barely can speak fucking English and I went up to her the lady that handed me the uh the paper I said you're not her mother where's her mother She said, how you know I'm not her mother? Like in broken English. I said, listen, ma'am, I don't have a lot of time to play and I don't want to lose this channeling when I'm channeling right now. Where's her mother? So she directs me to her mother. I said, ma'am, I know that you don't know me and I don't want to scare you. I don't want to turn you off. I don't want you to think I'm crazy or none of that. I said, I know where your daughter is but you have to listen to me and you have to trust me and you have to believe me i know this is a lot to be asking from a from a stranger but please bear with me so the lady translating because the mom don't really speak no english at all like she trying to comprehend what i'm saying and she see the seriousness in my eyes i said i know where your daughter is and by that time, Chris is trying to come and find me. So he just so happened to see me in the laundromat because of the clear ga- glass. So he come in behind me and he like, what the fuck are you doing, Seven? Why the fuck did you run out of wings? Stop like that. What the fuck are you doing? I'm, I don't even I don't even acknowledge him. I don't even break my concentration. This is the first time he really, really got the real life. See me in fucking action. Outside of looking at the fucking paper, I said, your daughter has been kidnapped by people you consider to be family. I said, your daughter is on the corner of fucking Camarillo in a house with a camper in front. I said, they are on their way to fucking Mexico to go sell your fucking daughter. I said, she was picked up from her high school. She said, yes, she was picked up from school. They translating back and forth. I said I know she was picked up from the fucking high school I said your daughter is very um she's very blunt she's very straight to the point and she doesn't trust a lot of people I said that's how you know it's your fucking friends that picked her up I said it was a family that she can trust I said she's in their fucking house I said they I said they not raping her beating up on her nothing like that and the woman just started breaking down in tears. My right hand the fucking God. This shit was so crazy. Bear with me. Any fucking ways. I said, she, I said, do you know the house that I'm talking about? She said, yes, I know where, they, where that is. I said, you better hurry up and go get your ass to that house. I said, call the police first. Because if they act like they don't want to let you in... Had a police kick down the fucking door. I said because your daughter is in that fucking house. I said she's in a spare bedroom. They blocked off all the windows. They locked the door. I said they not raping her. They not beating on her. They still feeding her. But they not letting her leave the fucking house. And they took her cell phone. And she just started crying and breaking down. And she was like, she like, why would they take her? I said, they trying to sell her in Mexico because they feel like she a half breed. I said, her father white, right? She said, how you know her father white? I said, is he white? Correct. I said, and your daughter don't speak no Spanish, right? I said, so they feel like, you know, she's a fucking half breed. Go ahead and nix her the fuck off. And I said, the crazy thing about it is your friends don't have no kids. They wanted kids. And she look at them like a second family. She said, how do you know all of this? I said, ma'am, look, I don't know how the fuck I know what I know. But listen, I'm telling you, that's what the fuck your daughter is. And the more time you sitting up here bullshitting around with me, I didn't gave you all the details I possibly can. You need to get the fucking police on the line. Let them know what's good. And, um... And, and get up on that. I said, she's still at the fucking house right now. Mind you, this was like probably going on eight thirty, nine o'clock at this time. I said, in the morning, they trying to get on the motherfucking highway in that camper and sell her ass in fucking Mexico. She said, they do take trips back and forth to Mexico a lot. I said, look, you being naive right now. I said, these niggas is with the fucking shits. This is what I told her. I said, "Look, take down my number. If you have any questions, but you need to hurry up and get your ass on on the good foot now." So she hurried up and took down my number. The girl still translating all all this. This shit was crazy, crazy, right? So. That was the first time Chris really got to see me in action. And the bitch, the mother really broke down. Like, she like, how the fuck do you know this? But she felt like she had no choice but to trust me because I was hitting everything right on the fucking nail. This is the first time I felt like I was really, really being used by the fucking spirit. This shit was trippy. So, any fucking way she take down my number... Um, he walked me back in Wingstop and I just collapsed at the table. Like, I was so fucking drained, like I, I like just collapsed, like boom. He like, no, we gotta take you home. We gotta take you home. So we all pack up in the car. This is when I was still standing on Lord Canyon and Van Noah in North Hollywood. This is before I moved. This is way before my brother moved out here or anything like that. So um Hold on, let me check my rice. Yeah, so that was the first time I felt like I was being used So he like, look, we gonna take you home So, I'm in front of the house I didn't go inside yet I'm in front of the house And I'm like, Lord, please help me Please help me, like, I'm, I'm out of it And I'm still being channeled inside the fucking car. I said, she on her way to that fucking house with the police nigga, like I said. He said, yo, what the fuck, Seven? How you seeing and knowing all this shit? What the fuck is going on, yo? It's like, it scared the shit out of him. He was really fucking scared of me from that day forward because of what he saw when he really had a chance to really, really fucking see me in action like, really, really fucking see me in action, and he can testament to this story, my mother can testament to this story, right hand to God, that whole night, I couldn't fucking sleep, I couldn't sleep for fucking three days, no lie, could not sleep, the woman finally texts me, she texts me, she like, Thank you so much for helping me find my daughter. And it was just like you said, she was in the fucking house. And it was, and it was my friends. And she was on Camarillo. She was. She wasn't. And the police had to go through and rep shopping that bitch for that little girl. She texted me all this shit. She like, look, how can I ever repay you? I said, look, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just I'm just be happy if I can get some fucking sleep now. I haven't slept in three days since I met you. She said, please, Miha, please let me, let me bake you a cake. And here go blue fucking punk ass in the background. Tell her you want a chocolate cake. Nigga, you ain't saved no fucking lives talking about a, a cake for you. You ain't participating in none of this shit. So anyways, the woman did make me a cake. And, um she was just like how can I ever repay you I'm like look I don't and then the crazy part about all this shit is the police was trying to get me to work with them to help them find other fucking kids but it was like it was that one time that I was being used and y'all know I hate the fucking police I'm not gonna lie I hate the fucking police on oh God with everything in my fucking soul I hate the police They she gave them my fucking number I'm like hello who is this they like, uh, the, this is uh, North Hollywood Police Department. Are, are, are we speaking to a seven? I said, yeah, how can I help you? They like, uh well, the lady that you met, she mentioned to us that you told her where her daughter was. How did you know that? I said, nigga, I wasn't involved in none of that shit. Like, I, I let her know what the fuck I saw in the spirit. That's why I said, I'm a God-fearing woman, nigga, I'm an evangelist. They said, did you ever think about working with the police department as a sidekick? I didn't even know that they go to people that are seers to help them find out certain shit. I didn't know the police department had that hot shit going on. But anyway, I politely declined on that shit. And um, she she just kept texting me like, I can I can never repay you for this. And I'm like, ma'am, it's okay. I don't want no money or nothing. Like, that was God al- allowing me to be fucking used. I don't want no payment, none of that. Spend time with your daughter to get her mind right, get her in therapy because she damn sure going to need it after this one. So that was my little story time for Soul Sunday where I really felt in everything in me, God was really using me with my words, everything. Like, that whole shit was crazy. Like, to this day, it's still something I think about. Like, wow, like, that's the only time I felt like as a seer... Something good came out of it. It paid off for something. It saved saved the little girl's life. That's the only time. I felt like as a seer. I really had a reward. For what the fuck I saw. And um. That little girl made it back home. Safely to her mother man. And um. I thank God every day. He allowed me to be used. And as far as Chris goes. It scared the shit out of him. But when I tell you when he told other people about that story the way my phone was blowing up they like can you see this for me can you see that for me and it's like that's some that's another story time I had to get into in an another time where I told a lady something and it and and it happened like shit was wild like I done damn near had to perform exorcisms and some more shit. A bitch, a bitch didn't live the wild life. (laughs) Okay, that's, that's the world of this fucking story. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram. At 7 Spencer, S-C-V-I-N-S-P-N-C-E-R. Follow, I follow back. OG, please don't get on my fucking head. All of this is facts, nigga. If you don't believe me, call North Hollywood Police Department. It's on record.